Hey everybody, you hear that? Sounds like tea time. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Tea time talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Yeah, island talk. Keeping it real and never fake. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Dishing the tea with Lady V, B, J, Show T. We forever styling. Real talk about real issues. If you don't like it, then go get a tissue. Walking, talking like a diva should. Wouldn't choose another sisterhood to Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. What's up, everybody? It's your girl Vanita, your favorite Capricorn, and we are back at the island. Awesome. Cheryl T is in the house, and BJ's with you. Glad to see y'all. We're back <laughs> for another episode of. Kitchen Island Tea. Get ready. We got some stuff to dish to y'all today. Yes, we do. I don't know about y'all, but what have y'all been up to? Uh, crickets. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you how I feel now. I'm wanting the pandemic to be up at its height again. I'm I'm busy, y'all. Yes. I'm so busy with church. With pickleball, with racquetball, with podcasts, with just You're having too much fun. I, well, <laughs> some of it's fun and some of it's work. You yes. know, people are trying to put me back to work. Uh-uh. Yes. So when I'm preparing for my cooking class that I teach in June, and normally I do one or two weeks, I'm doing the whole month of June. So I'm wow. excited about that. I want to come and help. You need to come and help. I will. You need to. I will. Yeah. I need to come to the class, period. I know you have kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's why I go help so I can learn. <laughs> I'll be the oldest kid in there. <laughs> Teach me, please. Yeah. This year, I'm actually going to have um, kindergartners and first graders in the class and second and third graders and then some middle schoolers. That's so I'm going to be doing three different awesome. classes awesome. for a whole month of hot June. Wow, so is it every day? Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That should be exciting, though. The kids always enjoy your class. Well, they seem to. A mm-hmm. lot of them will take it another week. Mm-hmm. You know, they might take it the first week and then, Miss, can we can we come again? I'm like, sure, tell your parents, sign you up and come a week again. So they do. There's quite a few that do that. And I've helped her in previous years. And the kids are just delightful. I mean, they're so much fun. And then they get so creative. I mean, they can create and make things out of just ketchup and mustard. (laughs) Making faces on the plate. And when they did burgers and, you know, made everything so that it was pleasing to the eye. But they were awesome. I can't wait to come and see them again. I teach them how to plate food. Yeah. So I told them, even if it's something you don't like, at least make it look good on the plate. Well, they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, I might have to come check it out and then learn from you and the kids. <laughs> and come on, Cletus. My grandson still remembers. What did you all do? Is it chicken and Doritos? Uh, yes, we made. Um, it's like the chicken baked with instead of having a crust or flour. Uh-huh. The that coating was Doritos. Okay, gives and it he, a nice flavor and mm-hmm. crunch. He loves. Cr- Crushing them. He's yes. shown us how to make yes. them. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm like you. I just told my husband today, I was like, man, can we go back on lockdown? <laughs> I know. Can we go to lockdown? Nobody can come to your house. You can't go nowhere. Save on, that'll I save on we, gas. Yes. yes. And we have to be sweat. in China for that because they have lockdown. Oh, they are on real lockdown, you all. Yeah, with 300 million people, I believe. Yes. And they've even put barriers around like apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. So it's like a big extra fence around your building so that you won't get out and we're complaining because we got to wear a mask on the airplane <laughs> well That's not crazy. anymore but we'll talk about that later well y'all i'm doing why 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 because my husband's out of town i didn't realize all the stuff he does <laughs> <laughs> what your baby yes. is going out of town he's with the omegas this weekend and so i have to take the grandson to school pick him up and do all those things with him in the yard and wait, other wait, wait, activities. Wait, 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 wait. So you're missing him because of the stuff you no. got to do. <laughs> and he brings me coffee oh, every bad. morning. I'm getting my own coffee. Once again, you're missing him because of the stuff <laughs> he does around the no, house. No, I'm missing him because I'm just used to him being home. Okay, so, okay. So 
I want the pandemic rules to come back. Just <laughs> he can't go anywhere. But no, I want him to have a good time. I told him, have a great time. Everybody needs some time away. That's true. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's true. What about you, CT? Well, like you, I've been getting propositions to do um, events, uh, speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. I've been like last couple of churches I've spoken at. Um, I have one that's coming up on May the 4th. Oh. I just had one Sunday. You guys were there for that. And so it's just getting prepared for the different uh, speaking engagements at the churches. Um mm. Uh, it's just, just been a lot. <laughs> it's like so many people started pulling for my time all at the same time. I know. That's good. Yeah, God had, just has work for you. Oh, I'm excited about the yeah. work. And then I got a new manager at work. She's a wonderful uh, young lady mm-hmm. uh, that's coming over to our organization first time. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Um, My daughter has a new job. My <laughs> son is working in Austin. So we've just been, a lot of stuff been going on. We got a new car for the family. All right. Um, because we needed one. One car went, broke down. I don't know if y'all had cars to break down. but Of course. Yeah. So I had a flat tire, and then my husband had to fix that flat tire. So just life is happening. Yes. Let's say that. Life right. is back up and running. Yes. No more lounging in your pajamas mm. and watching Netflix and eating <laughs> now, bonbons. Yes. Now I'm still doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I get some time to watch my Netflix. But one thing that we have got to learn in this fast pace, because everything is coming at us so fast now, and so many people are pulling and biting for our time, we've got to learn how to say no. And prioritize what we can do and what we can't do so we don't overwhelm ourselves. I agree. I agree, too, because I'm in an organization and one of our uh, officers is having a hard time. And then when we approached her and said, look, we'll help you, she's like, I just hate to ask for help. And so you got to learn in this stressful time to say no. Mm Mm-hmm. To say I need some help, I can't do this whole project or this by myself. And so I understand it. But it's hard. It's very hard. It is. It is. Because everybody's trying to get back to where it was. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize that you have to ease your way back into this. Just like I know we've been watching basketball. Some of these basketball players have been sitting out because they've been injured. Like Steph Curry, he couldn't start, you know. So they've been pulling him off the bench slow minutes. We got to do the same thing with getting back into society. Um, it's just been a flood, and all of a sudden we're thrown out there, and mentally and physically, we're not ready to do all of this stuff that no. everybody's pulling on us to do. Not only that, some people are still in the mindset of COVID. Like, no, I can't go do that, or no, I don't want to be in that environment. Uh, you know, we're still we're caught in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we still want to stay home, and if we go out somewhere, wear a mask, or you know, and and we're caught in the middle. We are. We are. I'm just... Just know. say no. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the old. word for the day is, is no. no. <laughs> and don't feel bad about saying no. No. Exactly. And people that has been said no to, don't take it personal. If somebody tells you no because they can't do something, don't take it personal. They're just trying to preserve themselves um, because mm-hmm. it's called self-care. Mm-hmm. We've talked about self care yes, on here. Yeah. It's very important. It. Yes, it's a must. Everybody should should practice self care. That's why I told my husband, I'm glad you're going on this trip, mm-hmm. even though I miss him. But he needs self care too. Are you yeah. crying? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we are back at the island, ladies. And before we go any further, um, I'd like to offer out prayers for former Secretary of State Madeline Albright's family and friends. Um, She passed away on March 23rd, I believe. Right, right. Yes, and And she was the first female Secretary of State for the United States. That's awesome. That's really awesome when you consider... Uh, where she came from and how she... She came from Prague, right? Right, Mm -hmm. right. And her family was running to get away from the Nazis and the communists. Mm -hmm. So in 1957, they came to the United States. And 
through all of her schooling. She went to Wellesley, I can't ever say that, Wellesley College. Mm -hmm. And she became a diplomat, a political scientist, a humanitarian. And um, she was under, uh, in the administration of Bill Clinton, as you said, as the first female Secretary of State. So I just want to salute her and everybody, immigrants like her. Okay. Who come for freedom to the United States and then contribute to our history and our economy and our well-being. And so Absolutely. I salute her. We salute Madeline Albright, the 64th uh, Secretary of State for the United States. Uh, we, we Our prayers go out to her family. Yes. 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 She was an awesome woman. Hard worker. Um, but listen, y'all. Okay, so Russia and the U.S. have mm-hmm. carried out an unexpected prisoner exchange. Yeah. Trading on Wednesday, a Marine veteran jailed by Moscow for convicted Russian drug trafficker. And that was April 27th, so that was just a few days ago. Or yesterday. And home here in Texas someplace. Right. Yeah. right. His name is Trevor Reed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had been in prison in the Russian prison for three, three years. years. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's just been released after three years. And I believe he was released because they said he was sick. He had tuberculosis and he mm-hmm. was spitting up blood. Um, and his parents went to visit uh, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And after visiting with Joe Biden and expressing the um, the details of his current condition, mm-hmm. he went ahead and pushed the you know pulled the trigger and made that exchange for him. Now there are still people over in Russia. Matter of fact, it's two people that are still over in Russia that are high profile. One is Paul Whelan. And he is actually was the director of global security, and he was just over there for a wedding. Wow. Yes, and he's been there for 40 months, oh. uh, illegally imprisoned by Russian uh, government. They said he was doing espionage, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So his twin brother and his family is still trying to fight to get him back, and he's wondering, okay, why was I left behind? Mm-hmm. But I think Trevor... Reed's situation was so dire because he was sick mm-hmm. uh, that they went ahead and made that train. I mean, trade for that Russian uh, drug person. Now, of course, we know Brittany Griner, who's also from Texas. Um, right. She's from Houston, yes. Texas. And she's been in prison there for about three months now. Right. And they're still working to, to get her back. But once again, it's two really high profile uh, U.S. citizens that are still in Russian prisons. So my question is, and I don't know if you all can answer this, they released him. I want to know how that process goes. Like, hey, we have a prisoner. He's sick. He's got tuberculosis, I think you said. And then do do they say y'all can have this person back if y'all give us this person or is it vice versa? It's a give negotiated us, it's a trade. give and take. It's a it's, That's it's called mm. quid pro quo. Quid mm. pro quo. Okay. Um, and it's something that it's been going on for years mm-hmm. that they make prison swaps um with different countries. But in this case, Paul mm. Whelan is like, why wasn't I the one you swapped that prisoner for? Do you have another Trump card mm-hmm. in your back pocket that can get me home now? Right, um, and so, it ha- that's said almost when anyone is released from any country. Yes. Uh, why is didn't the other person that's still there get selected? Yes. And so we, if you have someone or know someone or all of us, we should always be working toward gaining their release. You know, but exactly. you have to rattle the chains of the congressman, rattle the chains of the administration Mm -hmm. so that it stays in mind because those who stay in the forefront get attention Mm -hmm. but if nobody's fighting for them that's why their families have to fight so hard and do so many things because if you don't nothing happens so we need to keep Brittany's name up there we can say it on our podcast Mm -hmm. all the time and encourage everybody else to say we want Brittany home yes and we want Brittany home, and we also want Paul home. We of course, want to make sure that everybody knows that there's still some high-profile people that are over there in Russian prisons, and they've been taken for political reasons. And I have a concern too because their health. I believe that in Russian prisons, something or someone contributes to their health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw the clip of the young man Reed when he came home, and they showed him on. TV today, he looked 
withdrawn, even though mm-hmm. if I had been in prison for three years, I probably would too. Yeah. But I just believe that something else, I don't know what they do, mm-hmm. but they do. And I'm not watching too much TV, but I just think when you know that a, a leader of a country has come from the KGB mm-hmm. and what he's done, we've seen people connected to their country mm-hmm. and they're dying. And so I'm just real concerned and hope that our young people or whoever's over there gets home. So we're praying for Brittany Griner and also for Paul Whelan uh, so that they can return back to the United States safely. And praise God for Trevor yes. return back uh, to the United States and to Texas to his family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't understand this whole keeping you there. There's no trial or nothing. They just hold people. Correct? Well, they have trials. They have not had a trial yet for Brittany. They haven't even convicted her of anything mm-hmm. just yet. So just. she's being held, we know, for political reasons because she mm-hmm. takes this journey every season to play in mm-hmm. Russia. But mm-hmm. they allege that she had... Yeah. That's some true. form of drug. Right, but it has not been any charges put against her. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I know it's, she's. It's political. Can you imagine if they already knew that they were going to attack Ukraine mm-hmm. and they said, okay, we need to get some leverage? Leverage. Mm-hmm. There, it is. there it is. There's and they one knew. person they knew that was coming in town, you know? So we're speculating. But it's just ironic that she got in prison just before they invaded Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's another prayer we should send up since we're in the prayer mode, uh, just for the people of Ukraine. Yeah. It's, it's crazy watching it on TV. It's mm-hmm. like watching 1940s all mm-hmm. over again. It's like, and this is 2022, for somebody to just roll in and start shooting up and bombing up people and killing them, and you got a whole world of people that can you know, rush in and save them, but nobody's doing it because they're so afraid of the nuclear weapons mm-hmm. that uh, Russia holds, which is understandable. And this man and he so much as so said that that's what he would do. He's an if animal, people interfere. So he's right, and, and the people in his country, they don't realize what's actually happening because, because they he, have he cut off all the media. He know? won't give them media. He won't give them real news. But, you know, I, I just believe that truth will shine forward. And that's that's just continue to be my prayer is that David take out Goliath mm-hmm. and uh, Gideon and his few scatter the, the large army. And mm. so um, that is definitely my prayer. And uh, a few are holding on. Yes. And that's only to me because of God, because they don't have proper ammunition. We're slow. I don't care what anybody says. We're slow, America. We're in 2022. And we and need to get it down. Mm-hmm. In bunkers, mm-hmm. waiting for somebody to come save them. We're talking mm-hmm. hundreds of people, you know, hundreds of millions, probably. Well, we're talking mm-hmm. in this specific one area. They're held in a warehouse right now. Yeah, and Russia has surrounded them, and they're not giving up their 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 turf. But they're also saying we want to get safe passage for these civilians that's in this building, and they will not allow it. So. To me, in 2022, that's so barbaric. And we can see it with our own mm-hmm. eyes on video. But I know in Russia, they have showed those same videos and said, these are dramatizations, it's fake, it's been made up. These are actors that's playing like they mm-hmm. dead bodies. And so the people in Russia believe them because that's all they're being fed mm-hmm. um, by the propaganda machine. But, y- you know, a lot can only last for so long. True. Truth is going to come out when all those Russian men are starting. They're really starting to bring their bodies home now to their families. I hope so. They're going to start really understanding that this thing is not the type of war that Putin expressed it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to my husband a little bit about this, and we're going to move on because it's depressing for yes, me. It but is. I, um, I said, why is he tearing up Ukraine like that? And he's like, because he wants it. Okay, so you're going to tear up a place that you want? I but, mean, he's tearing it up. But he's tearing it up because he that will be devastating for the people who live there. And right. he thinks that will make them give up. Okay. If I tear up everything you have, then you'll give up. All right. But, but then they're you, not. Right. But, and that was what fooled him. They didn't give up. And he doesn't care about the buildings. He wants the land. The land. He wants the property. He and he wants, wants to the rule. people. And he wants to rule that area. Um, 
it's it's just, it's probably a lot more to it. Probably the natural resources that they mm-hmm. have also. It is uh, because of the nuclear plants that they have over there. They can be used for, you know, nuclear weapons. They can also be used for electricity. Good, but he's already cut electric. off. <laughs> he's already cut off. Like uh, I think fuel. And From something Poland else and to Bulgaria. Poland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So Poland and Bulgaria, they depended on about 40% of their fuel usage came from uh, Russia. So just think if 40% of our gas was cut off from our gas stations right now in America, we'd be in a tight. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> we already in a tight. Right. I had to pay $4 a gallon for premium say, gasoline that yesterday. That is horrible. Isn't How much did gallon. it cost? Did you fill up? I had a quarter of a tank, and so for three quarters of a tank, it took sixty some dollars. Yep, that sounds about right. And that's at Sam's, where it's cheaper. <gasps> that's where I gotta go tomorrow and get Try some gas. Try to go to California. We just came from there, and it's like seven dollars. Yeah. yeah, Chris, my, my cousin, godson told me. My yeah. cousin said crazy. she's paying six something <laughs> in California. Well, it's seven well, something. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's seven so. something. And I was like, hey, do we got to fill this car before we take it back to the rental car place? He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was pumping it. It wasn't stopping. I was like, oh, man, we got the $80. I was like, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Can we take it back empty? <laughs> and they'll charge you. you yes, know? and they'll charge you more. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. so can we do a real prayer, Reverend Cheryl? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, there's a couple of things that we would like to pray for. First of all, we thank you for being God. We pray for Madeline Albright's family. We pray for peace for them, God. We pray for peace for the Ukraine people. We pray that Russia will stop their invasion. And we pray that Putin, oh God, will have the mind of Christ and, and love the people and not try and kill them. And dear God, we pray for Paul Whelan and we pray for Brittany Griner to be released back to their homes in the United States. And thank you for the release of Trevor Reed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah. You know how people always say, I'm going to pray for you. Yes. And I just had this thing for this year. No more I'm going to. Do do it it. right then. Just do it. That's true. Yeah. That's a good practice. Good practice. Good practice. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, Lord, so much going on in the world, y'all. Yes, it's mm-hmm. so busy. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's overstimulation at points. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the reason why sometimes I just cannot watch news. It's just like I get little snippets now before I can look at it and go through mm-hmm. a whole hour of it, but I can't do that anymore because it's just too much. Sometimes I have to turn it off and just go to something fun. Yes. And I still record The Young and the Restless. <laughs> you still uh, watch when, that? Yes. <laughs> and so I'll just, you know, I don't really watch all the episodes, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but whenever the news gets too heavy, I'll just flick and run that and it's, I'm like, oh, look at all this crazy So stuff is Victor doing. Newman still on there? Of course. Same yes. Same stuff. So, so-and-so slept with so-and-so, 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 my so-and-so mm-hmm. mama. Oh, what? That's my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way it goes, Cheryl. Now we're all oh, caught up. Thank yeah, you, Cheryl. Oh, same thing. I, I had a twin sister and I didn't know yeah, it. That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. I'm all caught up now. <laughs> Thanks. That's it. That's it. That used to be my story back in the day, Young oh. and the Restless. Yeah. I used to like General Hospital with Luke and Laura. It's still I like on. that too. Yeah. I think they're still on. I don't watch it. All my children a little bit. Yeah. Y'all they're probably off. don't remember it is Ryan's Hope. Oh no, mm. I had not. The Secret Ryan's Storm. Hope. I got one. That, oh, I was gonna say I have one you all don't know because you're too young. The Edge of Night. Of course I, I do. Secret like, Storm. Secret Storm, Edge of Night. Yeah. Let's see. Guiding Light. Yes, and the Guiding Light. Yeah. There's, yeah. Wow. I love a lot of soap operas on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, my daughter is going to be on General Hospital next month. Ooh, Ooh I gotta watch it because I still got her recurring. recording for the last one. Mm-hmm. She's been on there before. Oh, several times. Yes, she's awesome. like a, a re, she has a reoccurring role as a awesome. nurse. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, um, yep, next month in June. We'll be okay. checking her out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go, Ashley. Come on, Ashley. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. No, stop. Party hearty like it's your birthday. Drink what? Oh, okay. <laughs> there she go. There goes Cheryl letting her other side out. Miss Infamil. <laughs> Miss Infamil with iron milk that yes, she drinks. Yeah. Then she going to let that party side come out. The Gigi side. Every now and then she, she, she arises. Yes, she does. From the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on, y'all? 
I think that's it. I have company coming in town. Uh, we're all celebrating our anniversaries. Uh, so I just celebrated 30 years. And mm -hmm. this other couple that's coming in, they're celebrating their anniversary. I don't know what year. Mm -hmm. And then we have one other couple that's coming in. Uh, so it'll be three couples tomorrow evening celebrating our anniversaries oh, together. Beautiful. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so we're excited. And last weekend, my husband's best friend, Troy, came into town. We haven't seen him and his wife for the last two and a half years because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting to see them. We had so much fun. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. cool. That's okay, good. friends of BJ, you all need to come and visit. COVID's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, mm -hmm. what do y'all think of this no more mask on airplanes? And So let me tell you guys. We were actually flying out to California. We flew out to California during mm -hmm. the uh, holidays. Right. Uh, during uh, Easter holidays. Right. Mm -hmm. So we flew out on the 14th. We came back on the 18th, the day after Easter. Well, we go get a, go through the airport like normal because you know they were supposed to stop the mask mandate on the 18th, but the current administration said, no, we're going to keep it through May because they wanted to make sure because this other variant was rising up. So we get through the airport, still got the mask on. We get on the plane, and the pilot announces on the plane on the 18th, uh, due to new federal laws based on that federal judge mm -hmm. in Florida, you no longer have to wear your mask on the plane. So it was like, as soon as that, that uh, ruling came down from Florida, mm -hmm. it spread throughout the airline industry. I was on the plane that day. And the pilot announced you can take your mask off. Were people cheering? Yes, they were cheering. And they took their mask off. I took mine off. I was like, I've had a thousand shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have been around a thousand people without my mask. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm good. You know? And, and I think the level of, even if you get COVID, the level now with all the boosting and the shots is going to be more routine, like when you get a cold mm -hmm. or... Even a little lightweight pneumonia, I think it's like that now. So you could get it again, flying around and going without your mask, but you won't. It won't be such a bad thing. Cause look, the vice president has COVID. Yeah. But she doesn't feel anything. The only thing I would caution now, the lady next to me, she kept her mask on, and my husband and I were sitting next to each other, and he took his off. I took mine off. I'm going through my personal summers, and so it was just too cumbersome with that mask mm -hmm. on so long and being in the center seat on a plane flying like three hours. It was just too much, so I took mine off. But the only thing I would caution with that is that people that get COVID, some people are getting those long hauls. The long term, yeah. And those long Effects, haul symptoms yeah. can be anything from, you know, losing your taste, uh, for forever, they haven't. Some of them don't get their taste and smell back. And some people have fuzzy brain. Yeah, on fuzzy occasion. brain, or they have heart situations where they used to run and exercise and they can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, they said it's probably over twenty three million Americans that have long haul long haul COVID, and that's people that we know of. Mm. Uh, I still wear my mask to the grocery store everywhere. I wear my mask. So that's good. So I, I just would call, be a little bit more cautious. Um, mm -hmm. The only reason why I took mine off on that flight, I was so tired of wearing a mask <laughs> and I was just like hot and I was kind of going through my own personal slum in that moment. I ripped Where's it off. Where's your fan? Oh, I didn't have, because you carry so much stuff when you travel. Yeah. And remember I had half an arm anyway because oh, I that's had right. and a swing. Skate so, queen. She yeah. thought she could skate, <laughs> roller skate everybody. You know how you do rock, roll, and bounce? Well, mm -hmm. I did the bounce part. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the floor and I bounced right off my arm. Uh, but yeah, I would just caution that because I think we still need to be somewhat cautious, mm -hmm. even if we have the boosters, because there are some long haul effects and it just depends on your body type if it yeah. happens to you or not. I'm I'm so nervous about it. You know, on the one hand, I do I would like it to get to the place that we can just manage it mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm so afraid i have my mask on i don't want to, i still don't want a whole lot of people coming in the house with mom who's 98 um so i guess we just keep following whatever the cdc says and then follow your first mind or take caution as cheryl said yeah because you know your mom you definitely want to make sure you. Stay yes safe. you got to be cautious yeah with her
What's wrong? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had this look like something went wrong. No. Yeah. So, yeah, this this COVID thing, it's 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 kind of I again, I feel like I'm in the middle of should I wear a mask here? Should I not? Should I do this or not? Um, but yeah. So I have one question for you guys. How did you enjoy your Easter Sunday? Easter was awesome. Because <laughs> we did talk about that. Yeah. Well, Easter, Resurrection Sunday, um, I had the good fortune to work with Pastor and First Lady with the young people who learned scriptures. And uh, we had that at the beginning of service and we were in the sanctuary. And so... You know, being at home on Zoom is one thing, but being in the sanctuary celebrating Resurrection Sunday was just awesome. Our new choir director was there, so it was just a blessing, not to mention my family, but uh, I just was so excited to have our young people or our youth back in the church uh, able to recite God's word and take joy in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll have to just ditto everything you said because I was a part of that. Yes. And it was awesome to see all of those kids there. And yes. some didn't show up. So um, just be- for other reasons, not, you know, not mm. just not coming. But so we still had a big group and we would have had even more. But mm-hmm. it so was awesome. We watched it via Zoom because we were in California with our grandchildren. And it was awesome. It was mm-hmm. great to see everybody and all the kids and and then my best friend Hope, she threw down on an awesome dinner. What she made? What did she cook? Oh, she made ham. Woo! Uh, she had some mustard greens. Oh! She had macaroni and cheese. Yummy! Oh, she had. Did she cook it all? Bread. She cooks it all. She knows how to cook. She's not like her other friend. She's not like me. Oh, oh she can wow. throw down. And uh, then she made something like ribs, uh, spare ribs, fried spare ribs. And I had never heard of that before. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God, they were so good. There's a place across town. I just went there last week, Otis and I and Emmett. Um, It was after church, I think. Anyway, no, it was after the wake on Friday. It's called Chapman's. Mm -hmm. Yes. They sell riblets, but they're fried. Yeah. Not with the batter. She didn't do it with a batter. She seasoned them and just put them in. That's kind of what he did. Mm -hmm. And I had never tasted them like that. Weren't they good? They were fabulous. Yes. Fabulous. So I want to try it next time. She said, I'm going to try it. She used the St. Louis spare ribs. She normally used the, um, what's the little ones? The baby uh, bats. The baby bats. Mm-hmm. But um, they, I guess they didn't have any baby bats. So she used the, the St. Louis spare ribs. And they were fabulous. So we wound up taking some home. She made potato salad. It was, everything was Ooh, just delicious. A feast. You all yes. had a feast. Yes. Mm. And she can cook. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize how good she can cook. Because every time I go visit, we're always going out to eat. Because <laughs> we're out, hanging out, mm-hmm. doing stuff. But she cooked a full spread. And when I say it was delicious, it was fabulous. So, shout out to Hope Crawford. Hope, we love you. We want to be invited to dinner. Yes, we do. (laughs) California, here we come. Yep. What time does our flight leave? (laughs) Wow. So, and on that note, we are going to take a break because now I'm hungry. Me too. Islanders, we just want to check in with you personally. We would love to hear from you with feedback about your favorite episodes, any ideas you have about possible future topics, and guest suggestions. We can be reached at our email, which is kitchenislandtea at gmail.com. Also reach out to us via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, be safe, mask up, and keep hope alive. Ciao. And we are back at the island, ladies, and you know what time it is. It's sports time. 
We're going to give ESPN a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Go team, go. We're just as good. We know just as much, right? <laughs> There's a lot going on in sports right now. A Baseball lot. to the basketball, basketball. playoffs to mm-hmm. the NFL draft. The Kentucky so Derby's coming yeah. up. It's yes. just a lot, and I love it. Tennis is coming up. The oh, French yeah. Open is coming up. Yes. So, yeah. So, let's just jump right in. I'll start with NBA, y'all. Okay, All right. The playoffs. It. I'm watching Woo! so much basketball every Every night. Every night. Last night, my husband said, that's it. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> he couldn't take the stress. <laughs> couldn't take the stress. He couldn't take just just basketball. So he walked out of the room. I'm like, you know you got another month of this, right? Because <laughs> it's the playoffs. Yes. Yes. So my team won last night. The Warriors. As you wear the mm. Warriors shirt in yes. number 30s. Yes. Steph Curry, my man. <laughs> go Steph. Go Steph. <laughs> but right now, um, they've he already started. made it. Yes, he, he finally started, started after the injury. Off the bench. Yes, he yeah. was the sixth man, but he started last night. So that was awesome. They won. So they've gone to the next level. And so but right now we got three games going on and it's the 76ers and the Raptors and looks like the 76ers might pull it off. There's only Four minutes left, and the score is one nineteen to ninety two. Mm, so if they I can just so. hold on, I yes, know, right? Yes, we want yes. Doc Rivers to do well. Yes. But you all, if the Raptors could win, just think they would be the fourth team in NBA history to force a game seven. Yes, you know I love a game seven. Me too. <laughs> I love it. You know what I now like? Better overtime or game seven. I always text you all. Ot game seven. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. yeah I I wanted to go to a game seven double overtime. Ooh, that would be awesome. I don't want that because I really want Doc Rivers to go ahead and win this. Because but he, he can win it. And, and, you know, he can win <laughs> it. The last time he was up 3 0 and didn't win, that was the I win. know. And we do not he, want to repeat that. I wonder if he's fighting for his job this year of or course is it too it, soon it, in his contract? I think so. He, if you job. saw his interview yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. he was like, Y'all always talking about this and that and what I haven't done. But what, what about what I have done? That sounds like my husband. If I say <laughs> you've done this wrong, you say, Well, what have I done right? And I'm like, Everything, baby. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for Doc's sake, we hope that the 76ers do win. And then also right now, the Phoenix um, Suns and the Pelicans are playing. <gasps> and the Pelicans are leading going by into the three f- listeners. Yeah, and by we're three. We're hoping for Phoenix to win. No, I'm not hoping. For, I want the underdog. I'm pulling for the Pelicans. I'm not. I Let love them Ingram. Win next year. Well, Phoenix because of their coach. Yes. And once yes. Again, Monty. Monty and his passing of his wife so many years ago. I just would love to see him pull out a win. Me and too. you know what's getting me this year is that number one seed versus an eight seed, and it is so close. It's so well contested. Mm-hmm. I just have never seen it, especially in the West. It's just a number good one matchup. in the West just usually blows out the number eight seed, and that is not happening this no, year. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's the not. The only ones that got blowed out, let's just say the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> out of the 16 teams, that's and the Chicago, only team that they got get, swept. And Chicago. But Nets were the only ones that got swept. Swept, swept. yeah. They yeah. had a broom. And I'm so glad about that broom. <laughs> I'm so glad about that broom. I feel I'm bad for Kevin Durant. But why? I don't. He why? Has a ring. Why would you feel bad for why? him? He has a ring. Yeah, he has a ring, but at the same time, I think, you know, he, he is he's an awesome player, and I just, and he plays hard. You know, he's not He like does, but he's not the teammates. team. It's a team. It's a team sport. Not yes. like Kyrie Irving, you know, who you know, shows up when he wants to show up and then, gets vaccinated if he wants to. Yeah, and it's just so much that, that he doesn't think about the team. He thinks about right. himself right. more than the team. Right. He has a very self-centered, selfish attitude. And and I don't think Kevin Durant kind of deserves that because he when he comes to play, he comes to play. Yes, he does. And but don't you think that's management that put together that team and maybe they should have thought about those different mindsets? So. And I was surprised when Harden got on that team. I said, for sure, I'm like, they're not going to win. But when they traded Harden for Ben Simmons, then Ben Simmons didn't play at all because he still bad. hasn't played. So but he might. He might. He's not gonna. Play. That's why I felt bad for Kevin Durant. I'm like, man, they can't put quality people around him on that particular team. Well, um, he had quality no. people around him, he but he left. jumped ship because yeah, he wanted yes. to be the star of the team. Yeah, talk well, to the he people. He was already, when you call star, he was already MVP twice of the, the championship. Well, it must not have been enough. But he wasn't the man Mm-mm. on the Warriors. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. He had to go. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, and he left like a thief in the night. <laughs> and nobody cared. I just saw, I just hope, you but know, Grant I think, finds a better place to land so that he doesn't use Oh, you think he needs to go land somewhere else? I think unless they make some changes in the nets, it's it's going to be the same kind of situation next It year. is. Yeah. Unless it is. you get somebody who can deal with their mind. Yeah. And it's not too many coaches that can get to those. I think Kyrie needs lines. to retire, and then they need to make but some adjustments. No. Have y'all noticed yeah. all the stacked teams are at home? The Lakers. Mm. Oh gosh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So stacking might work, and it might not. work. No, stacking yeah. never works. <laughs> it does not work. Well, they so. stacked when uh, Durant went to the Warriors, and it worked. Mm-hmm. They and, they know, didn't need him. But he wanted well, to yes, go. Yes, they did. No. Some sports they had just won the year before. But they needed him. And some sports announcers even said that, I bet you if you ask Steph and Durant to look back, they say, boy, we did a lot of, we ought to be back together. Can you imagine if he was on that team right now? No, oh, yeah. I don't want to imagine I that. I don't yeah. want him back. I don't That's want him back. Team. But, yeah. <laughs> She owns the Warriors. Well, Cheryl, what about your Spurs? They're at home. <sighs> Don't talk to me about that. They're them. young. They're growing. And they have an old, almost said a bad word, an old coach. But he's teaching. He, he, uh, do you think he needs to retire? No, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't need to. He's going to bring that. That's a young team he has. He's had it. I know, not that long. But, but sure long is. enough and to have done of it is, something. We got to get a basket maker that continues. We don't have anybody that's a shooter. We don't have shot. a marquee player that can close out games. We're missing there you go. And, and they're learning that's how to close out. We're missing. They start off with big guns. We got the lead. We'll have a 20 point lead. And I sit there and I say, hmm, by the third or the fourth, they'll be fighting for their lives. Sometimes <laughs> I want it to be, Bev, you're all wrong. But I'm never wrong. I know. <laughs> That's why I stopped watching them because I get so disappointed. They need that one player that can control mm. the locker room and also be a leader on the team like Tim Duncan was. Yeah, but and nobody wants to come to San Antonio. Gone. But mm-hmm. Cheryl, nobody wants to come to San it's Antonio. It's not whether they want to come or not. If you find that diamond in the rough, you can make that person to. to because be that's how we on. made it over those 20 years with yes. five championships is because Pop, Pop found diamonds in the, the rough. Right talent. Yes. And, okay. and they develop. I think oh. he's slipping though. He's not slipping. The talent is just, I just not So you don't think he should retire? He no, hasn't had an opportunity to, to draft anybody really, really good. I mean, by the time we get in the draft, all the... I think Pop has earned the right to retire when he wants to retire. If you look at all the coaches that are in the National Football Basketball League right now, he has been he has been instrumental in many of those head coaches' lives. And look at the playoffs. I know that. All the coaches just about came from the Spurs. I know that. I know. So so okay. So listen, you doka, my guy, you doka. Yeah, that's our boyfriend, (laughs) both of us. But listen, okay. So I've I've said this. I've said this to you before. Then maybe he just needs to run an academy on <laughs> on teaching coaches how to coach and not run a basketball team because okay. he's not making. We're an... going to agree to disagree. Yes, but Pop is the OG and he can stay right. Where and he's he definitely is. Thank old. You, Cheryl, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with Cheryl. I'm, I'm going to give him his props. Okay, let's move to the next sport because we we are <laughs> wait, definitely. Wait, wait, we didn't talk about the maps. And Utah, oh, they're playing tonight, right? Later on? Yeah. So the Bucks has they're in. Yes. To the, the Bucks are the next in. round. Celtics are in. And the Bucks and uh, Celtics are going to play each other. In the next round, and yes. That is... Who are you going for? Green <sighs> on green, who are you going for? I'm torn, Come y'all. On, me you got to pick one. I love Udoka, but I also love Giannis. So I love both the the complete teams. I love all of the Celtics and I love all the Bucks. I just don't know who I'm going to cheer for. Well, I'm gonna put my hand in my head in the ring for the Bucks. I'm gonna put mine in, even though I love me some Giannis. Oh, it's hard. To I think I'm gonna put mine in for the Bucks too. I think Tatum I'm gonna put mine in. Tatum is uh, Tatum's the off Celtics. the chain. Yes, you know I'm partial to Udoka. Celtics. Okay. I think it's going to go six, seven goes, games. I think it's going to go seven games. 
Think seven. Mm-hmm. And so, double overtime. Okay, listening, listeners, you're hearing this. <laughs> BJ is going for the Celtics. Cheryl I don't want to, but I am. The Bucks. And Vanita is going for the Bucks. The Bucks. And I won't be mad if the Bucks win, but And I won't I'm be mad if the Celtics the win. I'm taking the underdog. Well, actually, in the odds makers are making the Bucks the underdog, but mm-hmm. I'll say the underdog is the Celtics. Okay. Yeah, okay. But we'll I I'm, I'm going with the underdog. Okay. All right. We'll okay. see what happens there. And who's going to win this with um the we already talked about the Pelicans and the Suns? Uh, the Suns better pull this out. You know, yeah. Brad Booker is back on the court. Um and Me I too. just can't believe the struggle is real for them. You know, Phoenix well, Suns they're the number 1 team in the NBA and they're yep. trying to fight off a number 8 seed. Yeah. But I don't it's that. the matchup, Cheryl. It's not just that you did this and you did this. It's the matchup of the guys mm. and how they play. I, I I just believe that. And that's but Devin's been out because of the games that he was out, I think if he had been in, when you think about it, he's averaging, what, 20-some points a mm-hmm. game. And the last game he was in, it was 30-some points. So when you're missing 30-some points and you need three people to make up those 30-some points, yeah, that makes it hard. So that's why they're struggling. And they've been kind of sort of shutting Paul. Um, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul. Chris Paul. Well, they down. put two people on him and. They're trying to frustrate him. Yeah. They know what to yeah. do. So when you jump in somebody's mind, but he's he's strong. I think they're gonna pull it out tonight. What's the score? Anybody know? Uh, ninety-seven, the Suns. Um, uh, one ninety-eight, the Pelicans. Oh Woo-hoo! my word! So close. Six minutes left. Oh, that's wow. a lot. Of Come on, Ingram from the Pelicans. Come on, oh, Phoenix. Come on, Phoenix. Booker and Chris. Let's okay, do it. Okay, so what about the Mavericks and the um, the Jazz? Well, I got one more thing to say. What? What do y'all think about Zion? Lazy piece of something. <laughs> I won't say it like that, but to me, you knew that you had a tendency to, I guess, eat a whole lot of cookies and cakes or something. So. Why didn't you work out during the off season? Why didn't you get you a nutritionist? It's not that you don't have the money or a trainer or, or trainer something. They have this to live is what with you. People fail to realize with these young people when they get the money, they eat it up. No, what? they are coming in at nineteen, twenty years old as a man. Do you remember? Your child or anybody that you knew that was growing up that at 19 and 20 years old, do you remember how responsible they really was at that age? I don't care that they're mm. in the NBA. I don't care they're making a ton of That's money. That's why we need to start mentally, a business to help them because the people that mentally, have started these businesses aren't they, them. Men are still actually growing until they get to about 25 years old. And or mentally, 68. <laughs> <laughs> so much responsibility but on you, these young you, men. But you know enough about yourself at 17, 18, 19 that I'm too heavy and I can't <laughs> run up and down this court and I can't stay healthy. But you're healthy. speaking from an adult woman that have gone through life. You're looking at a 19-year-old that just got a millions of dollars. Y'all saw the ice that was on his neck while he was yes, at the game. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was like, lot. I need to get my ice. I got to mm-hmm. have my bling, bling, ching, ching. But they're not thinking long term. I need like LeBron has a million dollar, you know, working people that work for him over me. They pay he pay him over a million dollars just to help handle his body. Yes. But you know that's wisdom on his part. Everybody is not born but with that Cheryl, type what of I'm wisdom saying to is, know. This. You know your body, and if you love the game, whether you're you know in it. Why are you sitting on the sideline? Yes. Why do you think you're sitting on the sideline? Because you're injured. You're injured, and why were you injured? And then look at you. <laughs> well, once again, these are 19, 20-year-old people. And that's so, what we're... So, so Beverly, you just, you know, you call, you're calling Zion fat? Not really. I don't want to talk about people like that. But he knows <laughs> that he's not healthy, and he can't do... Even if he gets healed from his injuries... Okay, he's so got to have a better yeah, he's regimen. carrying a lot of weight to go up. And if you have been practicing and, or and doing bringing all that weight down on his knees, his ankles, if that's I mean, a lot it, of jarring for it's his. It's like my mother's ninety eight, but she still gets up and does classical stretch. She well, sits in a chair kind of and moves her arms with the legs. I, I just think this is this mm-hmm. is my thought. You know, a lot of people putting a lot of pressure on these young kids coming straight out of college and coming 
and they're doing one and done. They're 19, only 20-year-old men. Yeah, I understand. That they're getting, when I say bombarded, they're getting so much pressure from everywhere. And then they've been handed so much money, you know. They stop thinking. They need the right people around them, yes, to tell them what to do, how to do, and to lead them and guide them. If that's not there, then, of course, I'm in New Orleans. I'm be at the French Quarters eating everything, every beignet I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of trifling players... <laughs> Let's bring up you know who, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Well, let's not go there. He didn't play this year. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, wonder why. Let's go with Ben Simmons. That's who's been in That's another one. Yeah. He's suing the league or his organization for his his $20 million and ain't played a lick. Well, they are going to probably, you know, especially when they go back to the drawing board, the owners will come to the Players Association and say, hey, we got to have a new rule because I'm paying you and you're mm. not working. How many of you get paid and don't work? Now, you can go on FMLA, yeah. family leave at. But you can do that. Yes, you can. But FMLA ain't going to last you no two years. And <laughs> you still get paid. Yes. And that's the situation. Ben Simmons is getting paid to not play. And I think some of the owners, I, I mean, that's paying out those millions of dollars, and his bank account is hitting his account every how every week or however. Kawhi is getting paid, and he's not playing. Well, he actually did play this year, but he actually got hurt. Yes, he did. And so he and, got hurt. And we can't say if somebody says my my hamstring or my, my pinky hurts or my leg hurts or my pinky you hurts. You have to take him at that because that's their situation. The they had not released him to play. So if this team doctors don't release you to play, you can't play. Now Ben Simmons situation, they released him to play that last you know playoff game, and he mm. said, "Ooh, my back hurt." Well, your back hurt. Why's your back hurt? You ain't been playing in like. <laughs> almost two years why your back hurt mm-hmm. you've been sitting on the bench how did your back hurt you know so maybe he was practicing and playing <laughs> during the summer <laughs> yeah whatever this is a different generation of youth coming out y'all it so is it is i don't I, understand i just think it. it's just different millennials think different and gen z thinks think mm-hmm. different um and in some way, the NBA and the owners are going to come up with some type of stipulations to, you know, basically say, I can't pay you if you're not going to play. Because they're losing money on these players. Mm. They're, it's like an investment for them. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Go Moving ahead. right along. Okay. So, let's move on to yes, we better Major go. League Baseball, y'all. Baseball. What's going on with it? Okay. Everybody hates the MLB's baseballs. For different reasons. Yes, because they're being engineered differently. Okay. And so they're being engineered to have less float to them. Mm-hmm. And I guess what's happening in the games is there are a lot of pitchers who are pitching great games and the hitting is dropping back. And so now people are complaining and they want to see more action at the games. But that makes the game dull if there are not many hits. But the way the with the, along with the weather, and I don't know at all, but I know that the ball is being engineered differently, and so with that, it's not working. It's not working for the overall good of baseball. Most people are saying. So then we come to, and I don't know. So if this what's is, this? What's this thing about the Vaseline or grease in, in pitchers' hats and? They well, put it on the balls or I in their gloves. I thought this was a long time ago, but I guess they still do it. They sneak to put something on the ball that'll either give it more weight or make it fly in the wind faster. And I'm not using the right terminology, but you uh-huh. know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Just to affect the way the ball goes. With and spin on, the- spin on mm-hmm. it. Will it drop mm-hmm. instead of going straight across? You know, mm-hmm. So does it get to the plate and drop when you pitch it the right way? So there are a lot of things, and I'm not a baseball aficionado, so I, listeners, if you know more, just send us a note. But <laughs> in a connection to that, you know, I keep up with my Cardinals. And so they've been playing a series with the Mets, mm-hmm. and both benches empty because a pitcher threw a ball. Well, they hit one guy on the Mets team and then went real close, whizzed by the other one. 
So both benches emptied, and you know that's a no-no in baseball. It was all out there. Everybody's <laughs> out there ready to brawl, and the managers and the coaches are trying to break them up. I saw it on TV, and it looked just like a hockey game. <laughs> it's like what? This is baseball. So go Cardinals, stand up for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. you know are you, you promoting violence? No, never promote violence. <laughs> but you know how when you were a kid, your mother said, "No, nah, I don't want you to fight." But don't let them beat you up. <laughs> if they hit you, you hit them back. Hit them back. Hit them back. Hit them back. So, what happened to turn the other cheek? You can do that oh, too. Lord, you knew Cheryl was going to say something like that. Pop and then turn the other cheek. <laughs> Pop and turn the other cheek. That's it. But anyway, that's as much as I know about baseball. The cards and the Mets empty the benches. A lot of people say it's the ball, and there is a ball. Was there any fines? I don't oh, they know did yet. Have a few I think on that they fight. did. Yes. Yes. They did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had some people who got, I think, ejected from the game, the game yeah. too. Yeah. So were the fines as high as the one uh, Kyrie Irving got last week for doing the middle finger to the um, fans? Well, what was his? About twenty, twenty-five, fifty thousand. That's nothing to him. I know it's nothing and to plus him. Plus, the team sometimes will pay it. What? Yes. Yes. Oh. So, <laughs> I guess you got a budget for those fights. <laughs> Trust me, these owners are making billions of dollars whether people show up in the stands or not because everybody's buying the merch. Like mm-hmm. you're wearing that shirt. And then Somebody some... got paid from the Warriors for your merch. <laughs> there you go. And you know what? I'm going to go back to baseball. Some people think that the Mets coach, I never say his name right, Showalter, mm-hmm. he's old school. Mm-hmm. So if you whiz by my guy, I'm letting the team know that all bets are off. Y'all go up there and, you know, if you need to whiz a ball by them, do it. If you need to fight, <laughs> let's fight. That's what some people say because Show Walter is, he's real old school, you know. So I'm sure he probably told those Mets, um, we we fighting. <laughs> so go Cardinals, go. <laughs> so we're going to do like PT, uh, PTI, pardon the interruption. Yes. But now we're going to go on to a sport that I don't know a lot about. What's that? And it's a sport. Kentucky Derby, horse ooh, racing. Okay. When is that supposed to take place? In uh, June. No, March. Not March. I'm Not sorry. Not March. We're done with that. I know, right? <laughs> it's in May. Okay, May. May. Yes. May. And um, so I want to ask y'all, do y'all know anything about the fashion statements that are made at the Kentucky Derby? Or even even more than that, how do they come up with horses' names? Like you'll see a horse's mm-hmm. name be Red Curtains or, you know... Picture frame or black hat, black yeah. hat or dirty <laughs> ground. Or, or it'd be like uh, red money or, you know, they'll just it's say just, anything. We need to look that one up because I don't know. I'll ask the producers. Can y'all look that up? Okay, they're looking it up for <laughs> All us. All right, check it out. But for the dress, um, years ago we went to the Kentucky Derby and I've been since. Uh, but everybody wears beautiful hats. It's like the women just get these wonderful colorful hats and i like the fact that the men are in suits mm-hmm. even though it's a horse race i'm thinking now eh. isn't it hot yes but you have on a summer suit okay uh and you'll see a lot of khaki and seersucker which you haven't seen in years <laughs> tell the hat. listeners what seersuckers are seersucker fabric it's like a white and blue almost like a a stripe or a pinstripe a small stripe and then it has a little crinkle to it. Yeah, it's like a really light cotton. Yes, but mm-hmm. it's very light. And uh, I used to love to see my grandfather in the seersucker suit. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, the, the producer just gave me a list of horses that are going to be competing um, May 7th at the Kentucky. What are the names? Oh, my gosh. Um, the number one horse is Epic Center. Okay. Okay. Number two, Zandon. We got another Tis the Bomb. Oh, tis the bomb. Okay. Knife. Huh. Crown Pride. Smile Happy. Barber Road. Early Voting. <laughs> Names their horse Early Voting. <laughs> well, that summer, is. Summer in Tomorrow. Happy Jack. The cyber one, someone from IT owns that course. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Tis the bomb, someone probably in the rap world. Yes. Yes. So it's whatever their (laughs) connection. You're right. In due time. I mean, that's. In due time, that horse is going to come up and win for us. (laughs) Bye bye, Bobby. 
That was bye, an bye, old black Bobby. friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was a woman that named that horse. Yeah. Skippy, yeah. Skippy Longstocking. Like Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, but it's yeah. that Skippy. Yeah. It, it's just amazing the names. That's Come true. here, Epic Center. It's time for me to get on your back. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny to me. They don't cool. talk to their horses like their dogs. It's a different kind of yeah. way. How do they talk to them? They communicate with their horses. How? Yes. They don't yell at them and they just come running. They just out. talk to them <laughs> like they're normal, like they're people. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. I'm done. I'm done, y'all. I, I just can't. I, they sleep. You know, they have somebody sleep with them at night. You are kidding me right now. No, that's valid. If you have a horse that's worth, worth over a million dollars. dollars, when you want somebody to sleep with them. So here's my question then. When a horse wins the Kentucky mm-hmm. Derby, who gets the money? The rider? The owner. On, the rider, owner the owner. Course. The mm-hmm. owner gets the money and the rider's paid a certain portion, portion a certain of the percentage. Yeah. And what does the horse get? Extra hay? Apples, the hay. apples, what apples, the, apples. Yeah, they like instead the of green apples, red. Apples, carrots, just like dog racing. It's you know, oh, who thing. gets the money? Not the dog. They get the extra perina, perina dog food. Listen, or something? the horse is living in air conditioning. He's got a personal groomer. Yes, he does. Yes. And some of those flies, uh, excuse me, those horses fly over from other countries. Yes. Uh, because Saudi Arabia, they'll bring their they horses fly their over. horses Like over. the crown one, that's probably mm-hmm. uh, one from, you know, maybe Middle Eastern. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody that's in um, royalty. And okay. then the other part of the money part is, yeah, you win. But if you have a derby winner, you can, and it's a male, you want to use that horse to make baby horses. <laughs> You want to use it to breathe. Yes. Thank you. Make baby horses. (laughs) That's in case kids were listening. (laughs) No, you want to breathe. Okay. Breeding uh, really brings in a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what about these fashion statements? Like all the hats, mm. the fashion fashionistas. It's like going. I know this is terrible, but it's like going to how do you say that religion? Koji Kaji convention. Oh. Church of God in Christ. <laughs> yeah, where all the women have hats. It's the same thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. Baptists, we be going down with some hats too. Yes, yeah. too. You know, church but it's hats. it's big, extravagant, and uh, what it colorful. So, I so well, that. they say the hat is for good luck, and they say the bigger the hat, the bigger the luck. So, mm. okay, you see the lady with the biggest hat, then the horse is probably gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't sit behind her. <laughs> Wow, that's something. Okay, well, guess what's happening right now? What's that? The NFL draft is on right I now. Know, I'm so excited. Yes, I just hope the Steelers get a good draft pick. They're up. We're in need of some players. One, a quarterback. Well, you know the Liberty University has a quarterback, and that's my alma mater, y'all. Whoop, whoop, Liberty whoop, University. Whoop, whoop. His name is Malik Willis, uh-huh. and he is an awesome young man. They had a, a commentary, a, big, a brief little commentary about him and how he likes to help people and his character. He's a Christian, and so I'm looking mm. forward to seeing where he that, goes. Where he right, lands. so they yeah. think he can either Pittsburgh, he can land in Pittsburgh. Yes, I would love nice. it. Yes, or he could land, I believe, in Charlotte, and it was one other location that they were looking at he could potentially land in, but... We would love to see him in either one of those locations. Okay. That would be great. That would be great. We need a quarterback. We need some more players. Oh, my gosh. Pray you for my Steelers. think your coach need to retire? <laughs> you almost made me say a bad word. <laughs> no. talking about it's okay for pop Not no, not but hockey field. sticks, no. He does not. Mike Tomlin I'm is a just, good man. I know he is. I just want to he's throw been there a long like he's time. He's been yeah. there a long yeah. time. And he's done a good job yes, with he what is. he has. So Well, that's what Pop's doing. A good yeah, job exactly. with what he has. Yes. He doesn't have much except for a few <laughs> a few young guys. Yeah, he's rebuilding. Yeah. Yes. They're learning. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and come back with Attitude of Gratitude, y'all. <laughs> And we are back at the island, ladies. It's been real. Let's go ahead and do some attitude. No, attitude of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Not attitude. We're do attitude no, no attitude. No attitude. Attitude of gratitude. And I'll go ahead and start us off. I am grateful for my brother, Jerry, 
who had not seen since 2019, he showed up at my door on Easter. All the way from yeah. where? All the way from Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. Awesome. I was so excited and thrilled. We had a good time. He left yesterday, so he was here a week, week and a half-ish. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun, and I was so happy to see him. Awesome. I kept giving him hugs. I'm oh. like, I can't believe you're here. I'm so glad you're here. It was real. It was good. Well, that leads to my attitude of gratitude. Okay, what is it? That you brought your brother by, and he was visiting with me, but my mom Yesterday. And my mom was so excited to sit and take him back on a journey back to her childhood uh-huh. and help him relate to his, mm-hmm. but she was had so much fun with Jerry, and so That's awesome. I'm just grateful you all came by because that lifts her spirit. At 98, you get frustrated when you can't do things, but when you have somebody that'll come and talk with you, mm-hmm. he was so patient, you know, because she talks slow, but he just had a great conversation with her, and she had a great conversation with him. That's so awesome. I thank you. That's my attitude of gratitude. That's awesome. Well, speaking of childhood, my attitude of gratitude was to see the grandchildren in yeah. my life <laughs> so I got to see them London just turned two and I know I had stated on the last podcast that I was going there for her birthday but we actually got there and actually got to see them and my prayer was that she would remember us okay <laughs> remember her father remember her grandfather my husband and me and she was able to recognize us and just love on us and so I mm. totally enjoyed uh, celebrating her birthday uh, and then also seeing my grandson, Zane, who is now seven months old. So cool. it was exciting. Yeah. Did, she tell, did she tell you where to sit too? Yes. She had a bouncy house. And of course, she was like, come sit with me, sit with me. So I sat down. Of course, the bouncy house started leaning when I sat on it. <laughs> and so she started sliding towards me because of the, you know, gravity. And she goes, London, slide. I said, yeah, London, slide. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That's funny. So we had a great time seeing our grandchildren. That's awesome. I'm glad you got to make the trip out to L.A. to see them. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was fun. Had a great time. That's good. That's good. Well, that's all I have, y'all. What about y'all? Same here. Same here. Just grateful. Yeah. We're blessed, and we're going to continue to put out, hopefully, good episodes to our listeners, and we hope they keep listening, and we want to let you know that we love you all. And anything else? Because I'm going to say adios. Adios, and I hope Phoenix can pull this. Oh, Lord. Go Phoenix. No. Go Pelicans. Go Phoenix. And then tomorrow, may the best team win. Bucks and Celtics, whenever they start. Sunday. Okay. This is BJ. Bye. Also, to our listeners, we want to hear from you. Send us some feedback. We got plenty of ways for you to reach out to us, whether it's Instagram, email, hit Facebook, us up. Yes. Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're on all social media. We want to hear from you. Let us know your feedback and if there are any things that you would like to hear on the podcast. And we'll research it for you and bring it to you. This is Cheryl saying, Ciao, Bella. Bye, y'all. Keep listening.